Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Ask any who, and they'll have this to say. There is no place like Whoville around Christmas Day. Every window was flocked, every lamppost was dressed, and the Whoville band marched in their Christmassy best. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas, the whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why, no one quite knows the reason. It could be that his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood outside his cave, hating the Who's. And you find yourself in Whoville. You have all apparently wandered into Whoville. Would you like to go around and kind of introduce yourselves and who your character is and why they have wandered into Whoville on this Christmas Eve? Hi, I'm Winter Winters. Um, I kind of just woke up here. Um... Is there snow on the ground? A lot of it, yes. <laughs> I got allergies. Um, fuck. There's a lot of this here. <laughs> hey, am I breaking out into hives? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Someone else go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all we get? Yeah. <laughs> I am the Gunch. I'm a resident of Whoville. To the average onlooker, you're not quite sure whether I am a very, very hairy goblin or a dog walking around on two legs. My hair is green. My skin is green. My eyes are green. I'm two foot ten. I'm pretty grumpy. Right now, I'm just uh, foraging through some trash for food, uh, as I normally do. I just kind of I belong to the streets. Um, and to be honest, I kind of got a bone to pick with my cousin, the Grinch. He stole my Christmas hat, and, uh, it's getting pretty cold, so... There is a fog, and out of the fog comes an ice horse, and riding the ice horse is the ice queen of the Soviet Union, Elsevich. (laughs) Into the unknown! What the fuck? What are you? <laughs> a pony! And and the ice horse evaporates because I don't have that spell. It's just a grown man in an Elsa costume. <laughs> it's just the top, the head of a Soviet Union soldier. And the body is like just the body of Elsa, the dress and heels. <laughs> just yoked. Love it. Love it. And last but... <laughs> last but not least, TJ. Um... My name is Therami Jigglebottom. Um, I'm from here. Uh, I was told there would be candy. And with that, you have all kind of collectively been gathered by the mayor's assistant, whose name is Hubris. 
and you've been brought to the mayor's office. It's very extravagant. The gun to you particularly, you just hate extravagant things because you've never really had it your whole life, so it's all just kind of annoying to you. And you see a man with a middle part and his hair kind of curls up on both ends and he's wearing like a very frilly suit, kind of like Austin Powers, for lack of a better word. (laughs) And he's sitting like in a recliner and his assistant goes to like start shining his shoes. He basically says, I am Mayor Augustus Mayhew. Now, as you know, this Christmas marks the 1,000th hubilation. And Hubris joins in and is like, Whoville's most important celebration. <laughs> and the Book of Who says, Every size of who we can measure knows hubilation is a time we must treasure. Now, I have reports that lose boys were on Mount Crumpet provoking the Grinch. And everyone knows the Book of Who also says, The term Grinch may apply when Christmas cheer is in short supply. I just worry he might retaliate and do something at the hubilation this year. I know that some of you aren't from here, some of you are. Do you think you could check it out? The city's taxpayers would reward you handsomely. Will there be candy? Yes, that could be part of the reward. Count me in. Um, can the reward be Benadryl? I don't see why it couldn't be a different reward for each of you. Yeah! Cool. Yes, ancestors for the motherland. Excellent. Uh, uh Mr. Uh, Gunch, sir? <clears throat> and he just stares. I have some pretty premium trash uh, from the... It's the Gunch. I, my apologies, <clears throat> Mr. The Gunch. Um, could I interest you in some Christmas trash? Yeah, you know, life isn't all trash and shit, okay? Sometimes, like, what if I just want to live in, like, a nice apartment or something? Can you put me up? That could be arranged. Okay. (laughs) Great. And he waves his hand and Hubris is like, right this way. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. And he kind of leads you outside Whoville, which, like, there's this giant arch that has the countdown till Christmas, and there's the giant tree in the middle, and it says one day, it is Christmas Eve, and he brings you as far as a who is mostly willing to go, usually, which is the base of Mount Crumpet, which is a mountain that is 3,000 feet high, about half a mile, that kind of has a little curve at the top. The, the best way I could describe it when I was little, I described it as how a soft serve ice cream cone looks. So that's how that looks. And there's trees sprinkled throughout, and I'm so sorry, Mr. Winters, but a lot of snow. (laughs) And it's a steady incline. If you have snowshoes, you shouldn't have a problem, but you may need some athletics checks here and there to get up the mountain. That mountain looks a lot like one of my brothers. I can't believe the ancestors are testing us, and I... 
put my mouth right next to Hubris's ear and I go, oh. He kind of like uh, puts his hair behind his ear a little bit and is like, um, <clears throat> could, could I uh, help you with anything else before you go? Uh, the mayor needs me to pick up his groceries, so I might have to. I was looking for the call. I was sorry. <clears throat> will you will you be still here later? Yeah, I'm, I da I will do the mission for the motherland. <clears throat> Great. Uh, I'll I'll see you at the at the Hubilation later. Maybe you guys are weird. The Gunch gets on all fours and like a corgi running through the snow begins trying to trudge up the mountain. <laughs> Great. Can I get a survival check from each of you, please? <laughs> Eleven. Nineteen. Six. And ten. So the Gunch, with his corgi run, as he has described it, is hauling ass up this mountain. Surprisingly, Mr. Winters is doing a very good job, although he is... How tall are you again? I forget. It changes every session. Uh, <laughs> how, well, how tall what? are you today? Like two feet. Oh, great. So for some reason, it's to your advantage to be three feet and under up this mountain. Us little guys, we know how to do it, huh? Yeah. Very true. You got a six, Theremy? Yes. So I will say that this is not just because of the snow on the mountain, but because who's know all of the myths about the Grinch and this has been like an ingrained fear in you since you were little so you kind of find yourself taking very small steps up this mountain because you definitely don't want to be the first one there. But with a six, you're going to struggle a little bit. It might take you a little bit longer than the rest of the group. Yeah, just left like an eight-year-old kid in the walk up a mountain by himself. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Elsevich, your heels are just getting some snow in them. It's kind of making it a little uh, hard to walk. For the motherland. <clears throat> she hikes up her dress and she goes, <clears throat> This is hard. <laughs> Trudging up this mountain. You turn back, I shoot you. <laughs> okay. And he's trying to hold back tears. She's just like, snotting as he's like walking up there, just sobbing. Hey, pretty Russian lady. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Can you bring the pony back? Oh, I don't have that spell. That was just for uh, dramatic effect. Oh, I like the pony. Okay, bye. I'm going to turn around and keep walking. Oh, okay, I'll keep try- I'm trying to concentrate here because, oh, I'm killing myself in these heels. The gunch is going to try to clear a path for his acquaintances who are following behind him by leaving a trail of warm pee in the snow to try and melt some of it. Okay, uh, can I get a, a con save to see how that goes for you? Natural 20. Wow. So total of 21. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, yeah, wow. You are successful in creating a path I'd say about half the mountain for the rest of you. This is very concerning why this much pee was in a creature of such a small stature because it just for some it keeps coming it's a bladder of holding yeah you don't know where it's coming from and the best part is that for Karami and Elsevich you guys were a little further back so you weren't really you know aware 
all that becomes known to you is you just begin to see a trail of yellow snow heading towards you. Oh, God. It kind of melts the snow a little bit and creates a walkway that's a little easier for you to walk on. <gasps> Free beverages! Oh, God. And Winter's gonna lick up a little bit of the pee on his way up. <laughs> Yummy! Drink up, little buddy. Thank you. Mm, The snow smells funny. (laughs) Oh, don't be scared, little dog. What do you call me? Uh, uh, the gunch. Mm. He turns around and keeps walking up. (laughs) Great. So now that the gunch has kind of cleared this uh, yellow snow path for the rest of you. Follow the yellow brick road. (laughs) (laughs) And since he's leading, he kind of, even though eventually he does run out of pee, he still is able to kind of use his body to form, like, a path as well to kind of make it a little easier to walk through. Yeah, he's eating the snow ahead of him to replenish his bladder as he goes. Perfect. Love that story. So that's that's what we're going with. It's disturbing, actually. You see he, like, unhinges his little, like, dog jaw. And he's like... Uh, me this will be giving you nightmares this evening. <laughs> you can already tell. Mr. Winters, could I please get a con save to see how your allergies are treating you? Oh my god. Sure. <laughs> Fourteen. So, you're feeling pretty sniffly. Oh, uh, uh, you're starting to get a little bit of a runny nose, but you're okay for now. Okay. I'm gonna take off my underwear and blow my nose. And put my underwear right back on my tushy. Wonderful. (laughs) Does it freeze and stick to your butt? (laughs) (laughs) And he can never take it off again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. The gunch makes a path, and after about 30 minutes, now that the gunch has kind of cleared that path for you and made it so that it's no longer difficult terrain, you are able to find yourself in the top crevice of the mountain. It's kind of like an outcropping, and you come face to face with a giant green door. It's like a rounded green door with metal outlines, and it has a barred window on the top, a doorknob, and then a tiny door in the bottom. The gunch is going to open the tiny door. It's open. And uh, he's going to wiggle in. (laughs) Great. You kind of wiggle your way into what has seemed to be a doggy door, and you are faced with complete darkness. Do you, Mr. Gunch, have dark vision? Yeah, I do have dark vision. Great. Okay, could I get a perception check? Oof. Four. It is completely black. The only thing that your senses can absorb is the light coming from behind you from the snow through the little opening and sounds of faint clinkings of machinery down what sounds like a tunnel or a chamber. Believing the gunch has finally died, he just lays down and closes his eyes. Great. What do the rest of you do? Um, I'm going to go through the doggy door. Great. Do you have dark vision? I think think I do? Elves have? Yes, elves do, yeah. Could I get a perception check? That is a critical failure. You don't even see the gunch, and actually you trip over him. <laughs> Ow! What the fuck? Ah, fuck, I'm still alive. Get your ass up! Come here. And he, uh, he tries to grab Winter Winters by, like, the scruff of the neck and drag him over. Help! 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 <laughs> Do you resist, Mr. Winter? Yes! Yes! Okay, can I get Shut up. contesting strength checks, please? 
16. 14. Mr. Winters is able to evade your grasp. All right, leave it, deck. He's going to start feeling around for the door, and he's going to try and find, like, a knob to open the big door for the taller companions. There was just outside, just like, uh, you come here often? <laughs> Leah, did you hear that? They're in trouble. Let's go. And Elsevich twinkled toes over to the door. You're going to try to open the door? Yeah. It does not open. Hmm. There are locks on it, or it's just locked? It appears to be locked. Um, can I stick my head out the doggy door? Yes. Knock, knock! Reach and clear, stand back! Oh, fuck, no, wait! Elsevich is going to try to freeze the door. With my head sticking out? Yeah, with his head sticking out. <laughs> 16. Okay, so you successfully are able to use your ray of frost to freeze the door, and Mr. Winters, you find that now your head is stuck? Ah, what the fuck? He froze it so that your head is sticking out of the doggy door. And now whatever light was coming through the doggy door is just gone. So the gunch, you are just in complete darkness yet again. All you can hear is Mr. Winters kind of like squirming because he is now stuck. The gunch walks. He has like a very hunched posture. Like his head is ahead of the rest of his body. <laughs> He walks over to Winter, and he kicks him in the ass. <laughs> the gunch walks like a Charlie Brown dancer. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The gunch walks like Charlie Chaplin. Therme just getting, like, excited about, like, just attacking the door. It's like, I think it's my turn. And he takes out his Hooeyville slugger, and he just <laughs> cracks at the door. Oh, great. That is going to be a 23. That hits. You are able to successfully shatter the door. I will say, though, it makes a very loud noise. But you are able to get inside. And now that the door is no longer an obstacle, more light from the outside pours in, and you can kind of see a little bit more of what this chamber looks like. So there's kind of a tunnel, like a little chamber that's maybe 10 feet in length. And as you go down, you can see a faint glowing green light up ahead. And as the four of you start walking down this chamber, you can almost feel like the parts of your body and clothes that had come into contact with the snow, like... You know when you're like outside in the snow or you're outside in the really cold and then you walk inside and it's so warm and you're almost like defrosting and you feel like a chicken? Mm, yes, completely, yes. Like all you can hear is the clinking of machinery becomes louder and it almost sounds like a factory and it's still faint so you can tell it's coming from far away. But as you walk about 10 feet down this chamber, you can see that you can either continue forward, go right or go left. Um, I'm gonna go left. Okay. The gunch is also gonna go left, but before he does, he's gonna pick up a shattered door icicle and start sucking on it. Do you like wood? Does the gunch eat wood? Yeah, he does. That's the kid Yeah, thanks. I wouldn't say the gunch likes it. Okay. I'll say the gunch eats it. Okay. There are some splinters in the ice shard, but you don't mind it. Yeah. He, like, picks them out and, like, tosses them to the side, like, picking, like, popcorn things out of your teeth. Great. So, as you go down this chamber, after about ten more feet, it opens up into a small cavern. This seems to be some kind of living quarters. 
Along the walls are string lights of multiple different kinds and colors. There's a bed that seems to be constructed from like springs, excess fabric, teddy bear stuffing, and a blanket that is multiple blankets like messily stitched together. On the right by the headboard is a giant green clock that has three moving hands that doesn't seem to me like making sense, but as far as Whoville goes, it's a pretty standard clock. And on the nightstand is a makeshift telephone and answering machine with a small megaphone, gears, and lots of buttons. And beside the bed is some kind of journal. Can I roll to see if this is my cousin the Grinch's bed? Yes. Let's do history, like memory. Five. It could be. Okay. Uh, The Grinch is going to take the blanket and wrap himself in it like a big Game of Thrones cloak and walk around like that. I want to search around the room. Are you searching for something specific? Oh, candy, but uh, whatever I come across. (laughs) Okay, go ahead and roll an investigation. 17. As you're kind of looking around, now that the blanket is being used as sort of a Game of Thrones robe, and to your, not surprise... (sighs) Wonderment. Delight? Yes, to your delight. Yes, thank you. That the blanket is, like, dragging, like, you're kind of, like, wearing, like, a king's robe. So you feel very regal in this moment, actually. And Therami, as you're looking around, you see that above the bed is a very large, thick cord. And with this high of a roll, you kind of, like, follow it with your eyes. And you can see that it leads down into a whole other cavern. And it has a kind of a hanger attached to it. And you kind of take note of that. And as you look around the side of the bed, you see a journal that says, Schedule. Four o'clock. Wallow in self-pity. 4.30, stare into the abyss. 5 o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, dinner with me. 7 o'clock, wrestle with my self-loathing. This guy seems really sad. (gasps) Let's get that hot gossip. Let's see what else is in here. Would you like to roll an investigation check? Yeah, 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 yeah. 19. Great. So you kind of start at the first couple pages, and you can see that this is a large journal, and it kind of looks like it's the same journal that the Grinch has been using since he was like eight years old and like left to Whoville to live on his own. So the first entry, you kind of see him writing about the little angel that he was making for Martha May in class. And so he like is talking about it and he's like, I love Christmas. Oh, Martha. Oh, Christmas. And he's like drawing like an angel and he's drawing like, it's like a really bad drawing of him standing next to Martha May and them like holding hands. And then in the next page, it goes, I hate Christmas. (laughs) It talks about the stuff that happened at school and how he was made fun of for trying to like shave his face and how he's like, I hate the Christmas. I hate all the who's and I hate Mayor Whoville. And it's just a lot of talking about what he would say if he saw Martha again. Hey guys, get a load of this. What a fucking nerd, right? (laughs) (laughs) The Gunch is gonna slap Winter Winters upside the head. Ow! Why? He won't say anything. It's over a girl? Gross. Yeah. I like you. You're weird. But I like you too. Yeah! Guys, this kind of looks like a zip line like my cousin has in his backyard. Give me a boost. Ah. 
Uh, okay, and I like <laughs> pick him up. <laughs> he, that is not very hard to do at all. And the Gunch is gonna hold on to one of the hangers and ride the line down. <laughs> Great! You go down this zip line <laughs> that leads from the Grinch's bedroom down into a more bottom level, and you land right into a used, stained, duct taped recliner chair that has been set up to have it to where you land and you're perfectly sitting. And there's a huge cardboard box next to you filled with empty glass wine bottles of all different colors and all different years. And a table kind of off to the left that holds like banana peels, onions, rotten vegetables, and other dining room trash items that seem to have kind of been picked through. And then there's an antler mount on the right that is holding a leisure suit. More trash. Pretty nice trash. He's going to put on the leisure suit. (laughs) Perfect. Roll a dexterity check because it's way too big for you. Damn it. Eight. You can get the shirt off. Is there a mirror? There is. Uh, He starts like posing in it. That's it. I'm not going. And he jumps up, he grabs the wire, and he scurries back up. (laughs) Okay. Elsevich wants to examine the... What was it? A megaphone thingy? It looked like an answering machine. As you examine it, you kind of find a button, and you're like, hmm, I wonder what this does. And you press it, and it seems to be what you will hear if you try to call this residence. And it says, If you so much as utter one syllable, I'll hunt you down and gut you like a fish. If you'd like to fax me, press the star key. And then it beeps. Hello, Russia, can you hear me? I don't know where I am. No, it doesn't work. Okay. The Gunch is going to turn around and start going back to the three branching paths. I'm going to go follow the Gunch. But I'm going to keep, like, the blanket cape around me. Mm-hmm. I'm like a superhero. Hey, I thought I had the blanket cape. Well, you went down the zip line and he gave you a boost. You couldn't hold both. You swiped my blanket cape? You got a cool third. Shut up. The Gunch, like, climbs you, <laughs> grabs you, like, the front of your shirt in a fist, and stares into your eyes, puts his forehead against yours, and goes, you feel like the wet dog nose, like, against your nose? Yeah. And he goes, eh. And then he jumps off and keeps walking. Elsevich flips her imaginary hair and goes, Ladies, please, you're both beautiful. And she struts away in her <laughs> glossy ice dress and heels. Winter was captivated by Elsevich's lullaby. And he runs up to uh, Elsevich's feet and does the little hands to signal up like a little kid does. And Elsevich will do the same signal looking down. Hello down there. No, up, up. <laughs> Up! 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 And where do you... Up! You oh. fuck! <laughs> Elsevich picks it up with one thumb and index finger picks up Mr. Winters and holds him to her face. And I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> Elsevich turns around and throws Mr. Winters at the gun. This is yours. And throws him like a towel. (laughs) He just grabs Winter Winters by, like, the back of his shirt and drags him down the path. I believe, you know, it kind of seemed from that that Mr. Winters has already become smaller, and it's the same Uh, one shot. He just changes size. It doesn't make sense. Because if that's true, he could maybe fit in the pocket of the shirt. He fit in a... 
a fanny pack at one time, so he probably can fit in the pocket. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> what was previously mentioned as two feet has seemingly become two inches. <laughs> she was probably pinching the shirt, like, on okay, the back okay. of the neck, pulling him up. Great. Great. <laughs> she just has very strong fingers. <laughs> Perfect for spell casting. So, uh, the gunge, you kind of head back towards where you came from, and although you are facing the way that you came from, you now see that you could go forward or left, but you know that going forward would actually have been originally going right. Yeah. And going left would be originally going forward, if that makes... Does that make sense? Yes. I'm going to go forward into what would have been the right passage. Great. Perfect. <laughs> So as you go down this chamber, it also opens up into a small cavern. String lights of all different kinds and colors are also duct taped on these walls, and to the left seems to be like a small version of a standard Whoville home decorated for Christmas. It has no doors, just an opening, and to the left of that has a green dog bowl that says, Max. And to the right, there's a tall makeshift machine that has, like, gears all over it, and it seems to be made of, like, Whoville car parts and machines just kind of put together, and it has um, an x-ray screen attached. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Winter Winters through the machine. <laughs> yeah! Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> how, how tall are you now, Mr. Winters? Are you still two feet? Like... Like a foot and a half to two feet, yeah. Okay, roll a medicine check. Okay. Let's see how good your spine is. <laughs> oh no, uh, 11. Okay, put Mr. Winters through the machine and it kind of takes an x-ray and you can see, although this is not medically accurate at all, this is how it is for the Grinch's x-ray, it has a little heart that is pretty standard size for someone of his stature. And his spine, you know, he could probably use a couple trips to the chiropractor, but, you know, nothing too concerning. I saw that shape shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his spine always stays the same size, it just coils in on itself. <laughs> like a foot roll up. <laughs> he grabs Winter Winters and then he shouts to the rest of the group, who presumably is trailing somewhere behind them, and he goes, I think we have to give the Grinch a bigger heart. We could cut it out of this guy. <laughs> and uh, he starts dragging him back to the crossroads to go down the middle passage. Great. I'm still hunting for that candy, so I'm searching around that room for anything cool. Maybe going through presents if there's anything there for Max. Okay, a Roland investigation check. 12. You find a carob-covered dog biscuit... And carob is dog chocolate, so chocolate that's, like, safe for dog consumptions. It smells like, eh. It's definitely not, like, a regular Christmas treat, but it's sugary. I'm, like, sniffing it. Hmm. <laughs> smells like peanut butter. I'm just gonna put it in my pocket for now. <laughs> okay. Elsevich? Elsevich probably would have followed the gunch. Great. So this is also a chamber, but it opens up to a medium-sized cavern, not so much a small one. It's surrounded by gears and strings and a loud generator that has lots of wheels turning, and it seems to be connected to the green lights that are in the cavern. And in the middle of this is a giant catapult and a pile of trash bags next to it that smell like a skunk mixed with death mixed with rotten food. 
and as you look towards what the catapult trajectory would be, there's a massive campaign poster of Mayor Augustus Mayhew, and it's him, like, smiling with a thumbs up, and it says, Merry Christmas from your Merry Mayor! And the poster is on, like, a big wood block that is connected to gears that are turning the wheels, so... It can be assumed that he catapults trash towards the mayor's face and it helps generate the electricity in the cavern. Ugh, capitalist dog. The gunch is gonna try to put Winter Winters in the catapult and shoot it at the mayor's poster. Great. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Winters, Mm -hmm. go ahead and... Well, first, are you you still asleep? Yeah, nap time. (laughs) Then you cannot resist. Oh, God. <laughs> then you automatically fail. <laughs> Mr. The Gunch, you put sleeping winters in the catapult. Yeah, I give him a little kiss on his forehead when I do. Mm-hmm. Great. And you pull the lever, and suddenly, Mr. Winters, you are awoken because you are flying through the air towards a gigantic, smiling Mayor Mayhu picture. And it's honestly quite scary. And you're not sure if it's just like, if it's real life or a fever dream because it's just getting closer. And it's like, you're probably about as big as like one of his teeth. So it's just like all around, not not very good. You open your eyes just enough to like, see what you're going towards before you just like smack into the poster. And you fall to the ground and you are in another chamber. And you can see a large green bugbear that is putting nails into blenders and is having a monkey with clapping cymbals. And because of the noise, he has not noticed you yet, but (laughs) you are in the chamber. I'm going to sit up and I'm going to say, oh, ow, good morning, hello. You guys all can hear that Mr. Winters is talking to someone. The gunch just goes, bullseye. We'll, we'll get to you in a second, Mr. Winters. To everyone else that is still in that medium-sized cavern, to the left, you can kind of see there's a vertical moving platform that also looks like it's made of, like, Hoovo car parts and other machines that have been taken apart and put back together that can lift you from the top floor to the bottom floor. The gunch is going to try to climb up onto Elzevich's shoulder and go, hey, big girl, you want to go in there? It's time for the motherland. Okay. Great. And what's really funny is that that sounded really epic and the vertical lift moves excruciatingly slow. (laughs) So you guys are like, for the motherland, you like step on and then it's just like, (laughs) just like slow. Yeah, elevator music, the whole thing. Now, Mr. Winters, uh-huh. you had just previously said good morning to the creature that was standing before you, and he like holds the crashing symbols and turns off the blenders and just turns around slowly and is like, Hello, <gasps> little boy. Dad! And he's gonna run and give him a hug! Daddy! He, like, holds your forehead to keep you from getting closer, and he's like, You dare infiltrate the Grinch's lair! The idea! The audacity! The unmitigated gall! 
gaze into the face of fear. Ooga booga. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a direct quote from the movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad, you're so funny. And Winter's gonna take his legs and wrap it around the arm that's like holding his face. Go ahead and roll for initiative. Everyone else, roll for initiative too, and you're just gonna get there a little later. For the record, that is absolutely not Winter's dad. He just is saying that. I thought so. I was like, okay. I got in. 11. 9. 18. 15. Okay, so it is the Grinch's turn first. Jeez. Since you have just wrapped your legs and hugged the Grinch, Mr. Winters, you need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh no. Uh Uh-oh. 17. Okay, nice. So you're fine, although this is probably the worst smell you have ever experienced in your entire life. It's rank. It's coming from his breath. It's coming from his armpits. It's just really bad. And all of a sudden, with the rest of his turn, he goes, Max, fetch my sedative. And with that, we'll go to Theramy, which you are still in that other room, but you can hear the voice of the Grinch. Maybe he has candy and I'm just going to jump down like onto the Grinch. From <laughs> Great. Uh, can I get an acrobatics check? I absolutely can. Ooh, that is an eight. You might have to massage your ankle later. You definitely didn't land good on it, but it's not anything like a broken bone or anything. Ow, that wasn't as cool as I thought it would be. (laughs) That is your movement. Do you have anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I'm just going to be like, hey guys, what's going on? And I'm just going to start just rifling through his cabinets. (laughs) Elsevich, it is at about this time that you have seen... Mr. Winters kind of throw himself around the Grinch. Therami is not even threatened, surprisingly, and is just rifling through his cupboards. And you finally, on your turn, make your way to the bottom level of this cavern. Elsevich will storm out and go, Stand down! In her heels and start walking over to the Grinch. This fortress is being commandeered for the Soviet Union. Release them. <laughs> and I also need a constitution saving throw from you, Elsevich. 23. Nice. Okay, so same. It still smells awful, <laughs> like horrible, but you're not affected by it medically. Is there anything else you would like to do? Maybe I'll cast suggestion. Okay. Elsevich suggests that. Perhaps we can all avoid unnecessary bloodshed if you would just surrender this fortress to the Soviet Union. Six. Yikes. Boom. Oh my god. So you just see he's taking all of this in and how no one is afraid of him here. And he just has an aside to a random imaginary camera. And it's just like, kids today, so desensitized by movies and television. Cousin Grinch, what are you doing? Well, I hate the whole Christmas season. I was going to steal it. Oh, don't swing your arms around so much, Dad. I'm still here. Got a little bit of a headache. He, like, takes his long, grinchy fingers, pulls you off of him, and just holds you up. And then it is at this time that Max comes barreling in with a hammer in his mouth, because that was the the sedative that he was going to fight with. (laughs) (laughs) And make a perception check, the Gunch. 
19. So while he's trying to muster up an explanation for what's been happening, you kind of start looking around the room and you can see that there's like a foldable, it's like one of those things that fancy people change behind. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a Christmas hat <gasps> laying over it. He walks up and he goes, Max, come here. And Max, since he knows you, does kind of go over to you. And then he gets up on top of Max to like reach and mm-hmm. then he jumps and he grabs the hat and he goes, you stole my hat. I had to stop Christmas from coming. So You can't do that. You can't stop a calendar. Yes, but I can stop the gifts. How are you going to do that? You see, I'm going to take the hat, and with this cloak, I'll look just like St. Nick. And all the little who's will be sleeping in their beds, and I'll come and I'll steal every present, every tree, and all the Christmas cheer. And what are you going to do with it? Distribute it equally, right? No. Oh, so you're the enemy of the state. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of of dumping it at Mount Crumpet and hopefully all... That's a waste. You're not even going to keep it for yourself? (sighs) You know where all the gifts go? They all go to me. In the garbage. In the garbage. You see what I'm saying? Wow, you weren't even going to give your good old cousin Gunch, huh? I could hang myself with all the Christmas neckties I found. Why don't you do that? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> hey, mister, it sounds like you choose to be in the garbage. Why don't you just take a shower? Yeah, you're rancid as hell, Dad. That's how I <laughs> spotted you. You fucking stink. Just like me. No, no, no. Not me stink. We stink. We stink, yeah. The gunch tells him, why don't you then? And you just see him kind of like pout, and he like walks over and grabs a pillow and just like puts it over his ears and like crouches down. Now that he's crouching, the gunch walks over and he's probably eye level with him and he goes, You're being grumpy again, Grinch. Almost lost my cool there. Yeah. Listen, I brought you something. What? Yeah. And you see the gunch kind of like digs through his fur and he pulls out a little bell, a candle, and a dagger. And he goes, here, Merry Christmas. I like go to Elsevich, I'm like, is he gonna sacrifice somebody? (laughs) Can you make a charisma check? I have very bad charisma unless I'm trying to intimidate or decept. You can use advantage because you have given the Grinch a gift. First one's a 10. Second one's a 19. Okay, so this act of goodwill activates the ability his heart grew three sizes that day. And so (laughs) suddenly you hear like loud bombs, and he goes, and he like leans back on the ground. It's a bomb, get down! And like, you can see a giant heart coming out of him. The gunch immediately draws his two short swords, preparing for, like, some sort of weird thing to attack him. Help! I'm feeling! And, basically, (laughs) the Grinch can experience a change of heart when confronted with a noble act, which causes his heart to grow three sizes. When this happens, the Grinch gains a plus two increase to strength and can cast Hero's Feast. (laughs) The gunch leans over to Elsevich and goes, 
this happens every year. I gotta bring him some bullshit I find in the trash, and then, you know, he's, <laughs> he's a drama queen. Elsevich slowly pushes the Gunch aside <laughs> and goes over to the Grinch, puts her hands on his cheeks. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Grinch, now is the time you have to learn to let it go, let it go. Don't hold back anymore. Let it go. Let it blow. And we'll start a fucking war. Here I stand to rule the day. Let the storm rage on. The Cold War never bothered me anyway. Fairy throws the, like, the caribou at the back of Elsevich's head. Suddenly, oh, make make an attack roll. (laughs) We'll now control them all. Uh, Dirty 20. You suddenly, Elsevich, get hit in the back of the head with a carob-covered bone. cannot know. Let it blow. Let it blow. I'm just, like, sitting on the counter like, is someone going to shut him up? Let it blow. Let it blow. And start the fucking war. And then the Grinch. Here I stand rule the the Grinch. Let the storm rage on. I'm gonna cast Grease under Elsevich. <laughs> the Cold War never bothered me anyway. And on the anyway, it's more like never bothered me anyway. And you, you slip and you fall into the grease. Well, I felt like a bad bitch until then. <laughs> Bravo! Encore! The Grinch gets up and kind of holds the presents that the Gunch has presented to him and is like. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from the storm. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. You know you said that out loud, right? Oh no, I'm speaking in rhyme! And he casts the hero's feast, which brings forth a great feast including magnificent food and drink. Like, he doesn't mean to do it, it just like comes out of him. And he's just like... Well, um, do you have any Christmas plans? Well, oh, oh, wait, I almost forgot. I brought something for Max, too. And he picks up Winter Winters by the scruff of his neck, and he ah! goes, Max, I brought you a treat. Oh, fuck, no, 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 good doggy, good doggy. And Max cocks his head, it's just like, mm. Hey, buddy. Is there any candy there? Yes, there are some candy canes. They're broken, but they're there. Therme, like, dives at the candy canes. Just starts like shoveling in like plastic and all in his mouth. And he starts like frothing on the mouth and then he just goes into a rage. (laughs) (laughs) Can you roll a a D8 for me? Yes. Two. So, (laughs) he's raging and because he rolled a two, he can teleport. He's just teleporting all around this room. Frothing at the mouth, just like jumping on stuff as like hyperactive, like candy induced rage. Thank God. <laughs> In all of this chaos, the Grinch kind of goes over to the gun and is just like, So, um, have you seen Martha May recently? Oh, you have a crush on her. Ha ha. Ha ha. Go ahead and make a history check to see if you've seen Martha May recently. Ten. Yeah, you've seen her. She is currently dating the mayor, but doesn't seem happy. Ooh, awkward. Okay. Listen, cuz. Yeah. 
and he like climbs up onto a chair and he goes, have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> he like teleports on the gunch and teleports away. He sits down. <laughs> so this Martha lady, she's dating Mr. Mayor. Oh. But she's not happy about it. And I'm working for Mr. Mayor. And uh, so he's expecting me in this office. So if you want, I can like totally kill him or something for you. Would that make her sad? Yeah, probably. Perhaps. Hmm. What if we shaved his head in his sleep instead? Yeah, we can do that. I haven't had hair in a while, as in to eat. You would do that for me? Yeah, well, okay, yeah, I'll do it for you. Look, I'll do it whatever, but I have a little plan. You know, it's Christmas, and so, like, all the stores have been selling a lot of stuff yet lately, so they got a lot of money. So I was thinking, you know, the registers are all pretty full, so Christmas night, we go in, we could break in, we could steal a lot of money. I don't have to be trashed anymore. So leave the presents and take the money. Mm-hmm. But distribute it equally. We can distribute it equally amongst ourselves. Mm. And keep it away from the capitalists. Yes, good idea. Exactly, yeah. We're stealing it from the stores to give to us, the not capitalists. Leave the presents and take the money. I like it. <laughs> and he <laughs> holds out his hand, like, to shake it to say, like, you've got a deal. Pretty smart guy. And he puts his hand in the Grinch's hand. <laughs> Great. And you shake. So, Therami... Mr. Winters and Max are all enjoying the Christmas feast, and the Gunch, Elsevich, and the Grinch are all kind of going to sneak down to Whoville to <laughs> try to steal all the money. And the Grinch kind of takes you around to a secret square in his lair, and he says, All right, so this will shoot us out right next to the general store. But we have to be quiet. It might shoot us into the snow. So, just try not to make any noise, okay? The Gunch stares in silence. Elsevich stares blankly at the Grinch and then goes, Oh! <laughs> and the Grinch pulls the lever, and you could have sworn, Elsevich, that you just hear, as he pulls wait, the wait, lever. it's him! <laughs> <laughs> and as the Grinch pulls the lever, he is sucked into this tunnel system that is how the Who's get rid of their trash. So for simplicity's sake, I'm going to go ahead and ask for two stealth checks and a sleight of hand check from the two of you. Oh, you got it, baby. I'm so proficient. A nat 20, so a 31. A 29 for the two stealths. And how many sleight of hands? Just two. A 19 for the first. A 17 for the second. Wow. A 17, and then an 8, and then a 13, and a 13. Okay, so between both the Gunch and the Grinch's, just extreme stealth, because the Grinch got... A 22, a 25, a 22, and then a 17. So, like, oh my God. there's a reason you're related. You know, it runs in the family. Yes, we're Russians. Fellow Russians. Our last names end in CH. We are Russians. The Grinchevich. The Grinchevich. 
Okay, and you managed to successfully steal money from six stores, which is all you have to <laughs> All you have time for throughout the night because, you know, there's only so many hours in the day until people are going to wake up. And so you're able to successfully steal, I mean, it's Christmas, probably like $10,000 you've stolen. Holy shit. Yeah. For the war effort. Hey, Grinch, I got an idea. What's up? Listen, you want to win this lady over? You take your money and you run for mayor next year. <laughs> I'm not a gold digger, please. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm saving you for me, honey. You make that mayor look like a little loser. She's not happy anyways. Then you just, you know, you steal his job, you steal his girl. Are we still stealing his hair? Yeah, you want to go do that? Yeah. All right, Elsevich, you got a razor or something? Actually, the Grinch has the same razor that he used when he was little. Oh god, that's gotta be rusty as hell. It is. <laughs> oh no. We're gonna kill the mayor via infection. So, can I go ahead and get another stealth and another sleight of hand, please? Down for a good hair snare. An 18 for the stealth. Okay. And a 27 for the sleight of hand. Excellent. Jeez. And I got a 19 for stealth and then a 25 for sleight of hand. Elsevich is singing, so an 8 for the stealth and a 7 for the sleight of hand. <laughs> Nick's characters are never good at stealth. So actually, between the Grinch and the Gunch, you're able to shave his head just fine. And in the middle, you can see that he has his, like, teeth tied up because he has trouble with jaw tension at night. And you just hear him kind of sleepily go like, Martha. Have you ever kissed a man who's had his tonsils removed twice? (laughs) 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 And and the Grinch just kind of looks at you and is just like, Let's blow this joint. Yeah, on the way out, the Gunch farts like very silently, but very deadly. As you're leaving, you hear that Mayor Mayhu has a coughing fit. (laughs) 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 But goes back to sleep before he can realize that his head has been shaved. And the Grinch is like doing like a laugh like <laughs> as he goes back to <laughs> dump it to Crumpet and it's the trash chute and he opens it and he starts to get in and he like holds his arm out and he's like, fleas before beauty, thank you. And he gets inside and he gestures for you to get inside. Yes, I'm pretty beautiful. And he jumps in. Osovich struts in. And he presses the button and you are sucked back in and you're kind of thrown out all onto trash because it goes down to the garbage chute and with that you enjoy your hero's feast you enjoy your money that you have stolen the gunch actually the grinch offers if you want to move in with him (laughs) hey you know uh, i know we've had our differences in the past but have you ever thought of being a roommate can I get my own cavern? Yeah, I have a couple extras, actually. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, why not? And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his friends through the bright morning light, and he dillied out the money and the food for the feast. And he, he himself, carved the roast beast. And his cousin, the Gunch, moved into his cave, and the mayor awoke to his Christmassy shave. 
Along with his good dog Max and his friends, he visited Martha to try and make amends. Martha May Huvier cried out with bliss, and the Grinch himself got a nice Christmas kiss. And that concludes our 2021 Drimbus Christmas special. I have been your dungeon master, Hannah Schooner, and tonight in our party encountering the Grinch in Whoville, we had the voices of Giancarlo Herrera as the Gunch, Nicholas Benetados as Elsevich, TJ Berry as Theramie Jigglebottom, and Nicholas Palazzo as Winter Winters. What's that? I have just received word that the Grinch himself has a special message and shout-out for a few Who's in particular. So, from the Grinch to the patrons of Drimbus, roll the tape. Alphabetically, Ace Andrews, Adrian Bunty, Alejandro Lopez, I hate you! Chloe G, doubtful guest, Embrace Craig, I hate you. Greta and Benye, Jerry Benetados, John Gillette, hate. Jordan Cobb, Michael Richters, Morgan Holly, hate. NBS star, Queso Loco, Regina Russell, hate. Salty, Sam Alvo, Stevie B. Keys, hate. The unnamed rogue, Thomas Murphy, Victoria Madrid, hate. Conair on DVD, hate, 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 hate. Double hate, loathe entirely. Whoa, um, hi, hello, okay, we're taking voicemails now, and you weren't gonna let me say something at the end of the episode? Hi, everyone, it's me, Giancarlo. While we're giving out special messages, let me just say that if you want to join those awesome patrons, head on over to patreon.com slash Drimbus. There is a ton of extra bonus content out right now, especially for this Christmas special. We have the map that we fought the Grinch on. We are releasing a special video where, even though we did not get to fight the Grinch in this particular episode, Episode, we did get back together and fight him just for funsies because Hannah created a really, really awesome stat block. So if you want to watch that video, make sure you head over to Patreon. We also have a newsletter, drimbus.com newsletter, where we are releasing awesome stat blocks like the Grinch. So go check that out. And if you love Drimbus and you want to represent us, go ahead and check out drimbus.com merch. We have a ton of new stuff. We have shirts, stickers, we have water bottles, we have freaking clocks and socks and other things that rhyme. Go check it out. They're really awesome. I'm wearing my Drimbus hoodie right now. And last but not least, we want to give a real special thank you to Hannah Schooner. Thank you so much. They did an excellent job DMing this Christmas special, and you'll be seeing more of them in the future. That said, happy holidays. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you all next year with the return of Your Honor.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Now playing from Voyage Media. A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down, what stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci-fi. My eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls, a man's face set inside a raging sun. The eyes started to glow. Now playing from Voyage Media, in association with Seven Lamb Productions, creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1 of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.